Hello and welcome to my podcast channel. My name is Alabi Timilein. So today I'll be talking about a very interesting topic. It's about sports and this topic I'm talking about under sports is a really um, interesting topic that um, I'm sure a lot of people, especially guys in Nigeria, are familiar with. And the topic is Fantasy Premier League. Um, in short, it is called FPL. So I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of guys are actually very familiar with um, this game. It's basically just like a manager game where you pick players and the real life scores, the real life contributions of those players in their games, whether they score or they assist, you know, they are calculated as points for your teams. So when you like players, when you like the way they play, you can just put them in your team and any contribution they make um, in their real life team reflects in your team as well. So it's a very interesting game. Um, there are a lot of dynamics to it. There are a lot of prizes to be won. And it was a really, really tough season, especially this one that was just concluded. It was really crazy. I think we had a single game week um, for most of them, then we had a lot of blank game weeks, you know, we had a lot of uh, postponed fixtures, a lot of cancelled fixtures, we had a lot, a lot of double game weeks, and we even had a triple game week, so it was, it was really um, a roller coaster season, because I think at the point we even had, you know, it's like, okay, I think that was last season, but we had to like start the season earlier, you know, than normal, so it, it was a... Uh, it was a really uh, it was a really rough season, especially for those who have been playing FPL for say five to ten years. Um, it was a kind of really very different season for them. For me, it was uh, my second season, and yes, I had a very good season, though I didn't have a lot of extraordinary um, you know events in my team. I only had one team in the official FPL. So it was actually a very good season for me. I finished overall with uh, 2,288 points. And I was involved in about 30 leagues. Um, I, I joined a lot of leagues. Most of them were free to join, but I think about four of them had to pay to join. But most of them were free. Okay, so unfortunately, I didn't win most of my leagues bar one okay i only won one of my mini leagues and that was the public um classic classic league which i was um um i joined on my own for um from the fpl database for most of the mini leagues that um i paid to join i didn't win uh <laughs> so for, but for most of them i finished in like um the top 10 percent so um i joined leagues like battle strong ninja i, I joined like, like moomax sports um i joined the info nerds i joined fpl nigeria you know those are popular leagues in nigeria that i was privileged to join i also joined the fanatics premier league <laughs> and that's where i think uh, a lot of uh fpl pluses you know are so it, it was so it was a really nice season. Um, when I joined the Fanatics Premier League, um, I only joined the head-to-head. -head. I didn't join the Classic because um, due to some other reasons, um, especially financial, I was only able to join the head-to-head -head league, and I finished um, 12. <laughs> so yeah, I think um, my lowest score, my lowest rank there was about 50. So 
I really think there are about 100 people in that, um, in that category. So I finished 12, which is actually not too bad. Overall rankings, I finished 413, 413, 170. So I was in like the top 450K, which is actually not that bad because there are about 8 million um, accounts in this game. Of course, a lot of people have more than one or two accounts, but I think for me to finish um, in the top 500K, that's like finishing in the top 5% of people who play this game. So I, I'm not um really thinking i or at least even the top 10 percent it's it's not really a bad um um rank to have so for most of my rankings yes that was it i, w I wasn't um very close to the bottom um i was just like a bit um above average and it was it was really nice um season for me yes like i said i only won one mini league so i hope to improve on that <laughs> So for other apps, yes, um, I think um, because we know there are other apps that you know exist in the fantasy game space apart from the official fantasy Premier League. So um, basically, the one I was using was the one my friends were using. It's called um, English Premier League. That's the name of the app, EPL. So I joined that, and um, I and my friends we. We, we try to have, uh, you know, just uh, a community mini league, and I want that as well. So overall, I won two mini leagues, but in the official FPL, I only won one. And in the EPL, I think that was the only main league I was um, joining in that because my friends were using it, and I actually won. And we were about 20, I think we were about 25 in that uh, league, and I won it. So I think that's, that was a really um, bright side of my season. So yes, um, for the season for me was actually very, very, very interesting. I really missed any deadlines. Um, I was very intentional about the season because I think this is, was my uh, this is my first full season. It's my second season, but uh, after, after the first one I played, I wasn't really. Uh, I didn't join at the start of game week. Um, I didn't join at game. I think I joined at game week five or game week five or ten. That was when I joined last season, but for this season, it's my first full season, and I absolutely loved it. Um, um, for my strategies were pretty simple, um, though I think um, I could actually improve on them, but most of my strategies was I just avoided taking hits um, as much as I could. I tried to avoid taking minus eights. I think most of the hits I took were minus four. And I only did them when it was absolutely necessary. So, um, yes, that was one of the things I did that made me had the nice season I had. And also, I tried as much as possible to um, to not use my chips. That was the main strategy, I can say. I used my chips towards the end of the season. Um, I think also at like game week um, 20, 25, yeah, I think it was the first triple game week. That was when I used uh, my my triple captain. That was the first chip I used. I used my triple captain. Then after that, I used my wild card, and I played um, bench. I played my bench boost. Then um, yeah, that was it. That was the only yeah. I think the first blank. Okay, the first hit I used was my free hit because that was um, there was a blank game week. I used my free hit for that. Then I used. 
um, my triple captain, then the wild card, then I used my bench boost. That was the last chip I used. And I think that, that was one of the things that helped me because I was just pretty much just holding on. Then towards the end of the season, I tried to just go full throttle with the chips. And it really worked, at least um, relatively, it worked. So that was most of my strategies. And um, basically, most of the highest goals I had were towards the end of the season. Um, I think my highest goal was 131 during the triple game week. Um, I triple captain Fernandez <laughs> as much as much managers did, and um, it was it was really good. I think uh, Fernandez returned for most of us that game week. Had one one hundred and thirty one points in that game week, and I think that was that was the beginning of me just having um, you know my team was like in form. A lot of my players were in form, and they just kept bringing that points. That was just taking me higher. I think before the triple game week, I was ranked nine hundred thousand or so. So before, uh, after that game week, I just kept getting green arrows. Um, so be mainly because of the chips, and I think that's why um, the strategy I used, I stuck to it, and it's. It, I think it worked because I won. I won um, two manager of the week awards. Um, and I won, um, I won a net, um, there was this net um, pool, which is a weekly competition. So your points for that week would determine if you will win that competition. It's just a single week. And I think I won that in Fanatics Premier League. I won that um, as well. Then also I won the manager of the month um, for May in the same Fanatics head to head. So that, that was what actually helped me on the chips and the fact that I was really just hanging on for most of the season. Then at the end, I just went full throttle with the chips and all. So for my mistakes, yes, I made a lot of mistakes. <laughs> I think um, the beginning of the season, I didn't have Salah where he scored an trick. So I missed that. For most of the season, I had Salah. Salah was in my team for most of it. I think even when he was blanking, I had him, but I wasn't captaining him. I had him, but I think one of the mistakes was if, if I was going to have had a, a premium, I should have had him from the first um, week of the game because he had 20 points in that game week, and I'm really sad I missed that. But after that, I had Salah. I think um, a big mistake I also made was with Fernandez. Um, when, he, uh, when he got 17 points haul in game week eight, actually took him out because he had like two blanks. Um, before that, um, yeah, before that um, game week, and United were actually losing the game. I'm a Manchester United fan, so I was actually really pissed with the team, and I took Fernandez out. And the next game week, uh, I think yeah, we won three one against Everton, and Fernandez returned seventeen points, and I was just like, oh my god! So it was it really hurt my rank. And the game week after that, he had 11 points again. So I think I brought him, I brought him in after that. And I missed out on like 30, 27 points or thereabouts there. So um, I think I'm just going to like um, not let emotions um, get in the way of my decisions because I was watching United games and, and it was, yes. And it was um, it was really it was really emotional. So I had to I had to like just take him out. So that's a part of my game where I'm trying to 
um, to Lautrell work on for next season. So that was my CL season in review. Um, I think there are a lot of things to talk about. Um, in the next um, segment, um, I'll probably talk about um, you know the key players, the the chief performances of the season, um, Harry Kane, Bruno Fernandes, who scored um, the highest positions, highest uh, points in their positions, and Stuart Dallas, <laughs> who was actually a very um, faithful servant for me, but I think I got burnt when I benched him during the Man City game. But after that, throughout the season, actually, it was it was a very good um, asset to own. So. And the next break, you get to hear about all of those. Thank you for listening. Hello, and welcome to my podcast channel. My name is Alabi Timilane. Today on Everything FPL, I'll be talking about Euro 2020 that is um, going to start on June 11. So I'll be talking about the rules and tips of this upcoming um, fantasy tournament. Um, I'm sure that a lot of people that are listening to this, um, a, lot, a lot of people that are actually playing Euro 2020 fantasy, um, they're already familiar with um, fantasy games. Um, some of them already play probably FPL, some of you play Serie A fantasy or Bundesliga or other leagues. So, um, obviously, this Euro 2020 is a cup tournament. It's different from a league, so the the rules are supposed to be a bit different. Actually, there's a lot of difference. Um, so this podcast um, is just going to like go over the rules for you. So if you're want to want to play Euro 2020, you need to know these rules so that you can be able to navigate them, and it's going to make your season, um, your gameplay much more um, successful. All right, so um, first of all, um, Euro 2020 is, is going to start on 11 June 2021. Um, it should have been played last year, but it was postponed. So it's going to be played this year. So um, normally, okay, let me start by um, first explaining what is um, fantasy. So um, probably you're just um, joining fantasy football or fantasy game. So basically what fantasy does is um, you're giving um, a team like you set up a team, then um, in your team you choose players from different um, different teams. Okay, so the the trick there is whatever those players um, um, contribute to their team, probably they score a goal or they make an assist or they make interceptions or that kind of stuff. It reflects in your own team. Okay, so if I pick Ronaldo in my team and Ronaldo scores two goals. It's going to reflect in my team as points. All right. So um, basically, fantasy. Um, what fantasy is about is that whatever players um, do in real life um, in their team as a contribution, um, it's reflecting your team as points. Okay. So um, basically, at the end of the season, the um, the manager with um, the team that has the highest points is the winner. That is the manager that was able to choose um, the team. Um, the players that were able to get more contributions. All right, so that's basically how fantasy works. So for Euro 2020, like I said, um, there are uh, obviously there are limited teams because you're only talking about teams that qualified, all right, um, teams that qualified for the tournament and teams that even are in Europe. All right, so it's not um, like um, 
you know um, English Premier League we had like 20 teams so there are going to be like um, though there's still a lot of teams actually but um, it's still kind of because you have elimination stages where some teams go out to the tournament so it kind of affects the way um, the competition is shaped so what this um, podcast is going to do again is that I'm just going to go about some of the rules and um, how the game basically works so first um, I'm talking about is um, there are seven match days um, if you play FPL or other league games normally a league game um, FPL is 38 game weeks right so that's like 38 match days but um, for you 2020 it's just seven game weeks so and that is three for the group stage one for round of 16 one for quarterfinal one for semi-final and one for final all right so you can see it's, it's very different um, compared to um normal um league um game weeks that is usually 38 all right so after talking about um how many game weeks we have so we're going to talk about the squad now picking players um basically you're giving 100 million to um to pick players for before the tournament starts so it's basically just like fpl if you play fpl if you play FPL, you're giving 100 million, um, 100 million to pick players, and those players have prizes. So that's another. I'm um, talking about the players to pick and their price, and it's about. Um, it's supposed to be another topic. All right. So we have 100 million, and you're supposed to pick 15 players, just like the um, normal FPL. You pick um, 11 outfit players, then four players on your bench. So you're supposed to um, to pick two goalkeepers, five defenders five midfielders and three um, forwards strikers all right so that makes 15. so you have to look for a way to um stretch your budget to accommodate those players all right so also i need to mention that when you're giving 100 million to start um during the knockout phase because um um during the knockout phase a lot of teams have actually left the tournament all right so that's from the round of 16. so you have only 16 teams left so um your budget is actually increased to 105 million all right because obviously um teams that are that have better quality players and potentially higher prices are likely to qualify anyway so um the budget has to be increased so that you can accommodate those players all right so um numbers of players per team basically if you're playing um league fantasy usually it's three players all right but for this um, Euro 2020, in the group stage, it's also three players. So you can only pick three players from one team. So if I, if I like England, for example, I can only pick like three players, maybe Kane, um, Harry Maguire, or um, Sancho, right, and that's it. So for the group stage, you can only pick three players, a maximum from the same team. All right? So you have to go to other teams to balance your squad. Then from the round of 16, that number changes to four. Okay, obviously because there are um, smaller teams to pick from, so they have to increase the pool. Alright, so from the round of 16, you can only pick a maximum of 4 players. For the quarterfinals, you can, only, you can pick a maximum of 5 players from the same team. Alright, so in the quarterfinals, the teams have been shrunk to 8, alright, so they have to further increase it as well. For the semi-finals, you can only pick a maximum of 6 players from the same team. Then for the final, which is only 2 teams, you can pick a maximum of eight players from the same team all right so eight players from one team then seven from the 
other team to make 15 but most likely um you're not going to be able to stretch your squad that much or make that many changes so there is that now um one of the most uh most tricky thing about this year 2020 is the captain selection and the substitution method it is absolutely different from fpl or la liga um fantasy or bundesliga fantasy it is very very different so i'm going to try to explain it in the most clearest terms so that you can understand how this works the first thing you need to know about is substitution okay so um if you play fpl or other leagues fantasies um fpl in particular um once the game week starts you can't make any changes to your team okay you have to wait till the match um till the game week is over then um they actually make the auto substitutions and they follow formation rules and stuff but in euro 2020 fantasy that's not the case okay so let's say um the group stage group stage match day one starts um on june 11 and it's going to um those games are going to be played across three days so they're going to play on june 11 june 12 june 13. okay so um in euro 2020 fantasy you can actually make substitutions between game weeks all right so let's say for example um you start um hurricane in your team and um you have hurricane and ronaldo in your team all right and, uh, and ronaldo is playing um for match day one and ronaldo is playing two days later all right instead in the same match day one so if you sub um if you if you play kane instead of ronaldo and kane ends up blanking that means getting only two points you can actually take kane out and bring ronaldo in all right before the game um before ronaldo starts his game all right so that's one thing about your 2020 fantasy so you can make substitutions between game weeks it's not like normal um fantasy where you have to wait till the game week is over before you can tinker with your team all right you can actually make substitution between game weeks now another thing is when you take away a player when you remove a player from your team all right that player scores zero all right so let's say um the player scored five points and you'll be like ah i'm not satisfied with these five points i think my a player on my bench is going to perform better you know in the upcoming game in the same match day mind you so you can actually take um that player that scored five points out but the moment you take him out it's going to score zero all right so this point for that week in your team is going to be cancelled then your, your all your hopes are going to be on the new player bringing in points another very important um, part of substitution is talking about captains so basically in fantasy um when you pick your team and players start scoring points you put um, your captain band on one of those players and when you put a captain band on a player that means that um the points that players score for that game week is going to be doubled all right so if your player scores 10 points when you put the captain team band on them the points is doubled times 2 to 20 points all right it also works in reverse manner let's say a player gets a red card and scores minus two all right it also becomes minus four all right so one thing about captains is they are very important and when you put a captain band on a player you can you know um you can double that points and increase the points of your team so um one thing about captaincy is you have to be sure that that player is going to get returns for that game week all right so um 
another thing in Euro 2020 is you can actually change your captain to another player. I think this is very, very tricky and it's actually very handy because um, in Fantasy Premier League, um, when our captain is blank, we think, oh, I'm going to have a bad game week. But it's not so in Euro 2020 Fantasy. When your captain um, blanks, you can actually change it to another um, player in your squad. But that player must, um, the game, um, the player you're changing to, all right, must be yet to play. Alright, so let's say England played today and I put my captaincy on Kane. Alright, when I when Kane blanks and I want to change the captaincy option, I have to change it to a team that is probably playing tomorrow or next tomorrow. I can't put it on a team that has already played or that's going to play on the same day. Alright, so that's one tricky thing about the captain, a captaincy band uh, in Euro 2020 fantasy, but it's actually very handy. So those are the things that you must know. That can make your um, your season uh, your gameplay very very successful. You can change your captain. So um, basically, usually in most game weeks there are usually um, three to four captaincy options. So you can um, just captain um, at first captain the player that's playing on the first day. So if that if that guy blanks, then you can put your band on other players as well. All right. So that's be that about captaincy and substitution. So. <clears throat> Another thing I need to talk about is making transfers. So, um, basically, before the tournament kicks off, you can make unlimited transfers in your team, just like um, normal um, fantasy leagues. You can tinker with your team, you can bring in players, they're unlimited. And when um, the tournament starts, during group stage, you can only make two transfers um, per match day. Alright, so. Um, for the three group stages, you can only make two transfers for each match day. All right. Then um, one thing you have to know is um, if you don't use your transfers, um, you can only carry one forward. So let's say for match day one, you are giving two free transfers to make in match day two, and you didn't make those two transfers. So for match day three, you're only going to be able to make three transfers. All right. That's that's how it works. All right. So. Um, that's that for the group stage and for round of 16 you also have unlimited um, transfers this is because a lot of teams have left the tournament and a lot of players in your team actually be teams that are going to be eliminated all right so you're given unlimited transfers so that you can bring in new players into your teams to help you you know just to help you keep up with the competition and to keep the game interesting all right then before quarterfinals also you can only make three transfers all right you're giving three free transfers then before semi-finals you're giving and the final you're giving five transfers free transfers to make all right so that's that about transfers now for chips there are only two chips in this um in the euro 2020 fantasy um a lot of us are play fpl you're familiar with a lot of chips like the triple captain chip um the bench boost the free hits and everything but for your 2020 fantasy you only have the white card and um a chip that is called limitless but that limitless is actually free hit chip all right so it works basically like the free hit so what the white card does is give you the chance to change your squad as much as you like all right you can only use it for one game week so let's say for this um for one game week um you don't like all your players and you only have three transfers 
maybe your players are not bringing points as you would like and you would like to change them but you only have three transfers you can play a wild card all right so that you can make as many transfers as you need for that game week one thing you need to know is that you can only use this chip once all right for the seven match days and once you've played it it can be cancelled so once you've activated your wild card for that game week you have to make all those transfers or else it's just good to waste you can't cancel your white card all right so and one thing about white card is when you make those transfers those changes are permanent so they continue um when you change those players that's how your team is changed all right then but for limitless which is the second chip um second chip you're allowed to use in this game when you when you use the limitless chip you can only change your match um your squad for one match day so for the upcoming for the upcoming um game week your squad will go back to how it was before you played free hits before you played that limitless all right so let's say for match day one um your players gave you good points all right but you don't think they're going to bring a lot of points for the next game week so maybe they're facing tough teams and everything so you can play your limitless chip and change your players to another um to a, a different team entirely for the match day two but for match day three your team goes back to how it was in match day one all right so that's how limitless work you only make unlimited changes for one game week compared to the white card where all the changes you make are permanent so those are the only chips that are available for this for this game and that is mainly all the um all the rules um you need to know basically the points that have been awarded is just the same as the normal fpl okay for appearance is one point for playing 60 minutes or more on the pitch is two points then but there are also extra points like when you score from outside the box you get one more point right and assist is the usual three points when you win a penalty this is also another new one when you win a penalty um just for winning a penalty you get two points right then a red card is minus three yellow card is minus one missing a penalty is minus two then on goal scoring an on goal is minus two as well so basically the the um the scoring um the, the, the way they award the points is basically just like uh, the main fpl all right so Another thing you need to know is um, for red cards, if your captain gets a red card, you can change the captaincy, alright, to one and to other to a, one of your other players, provided that player hasn't played. Alright. If he has played, you can change it. But if um there's still another match in the match day, then you can change your captaincy to that players. So um the tips I can recommend for all this. All these um, all these rules that can make your gameplay to be very interesting is always try to play your captaincy um, on the first match day. Like play your captaincy on a player that's playing on the first match day. So if that player fails to to deliver points enough points that you would like, you can change them to players that are playing maybe the next day or the following day. All right, so that way you can be able to maximize your captaincy options. Also, it's um, available to play your chips, you know, very early on in the season because there are going to be a lot of transfers for the semi-final and final, all right? So, um, and before the tournament starts, you have unlimited transfers, 
the forehand of the team you have unlimited transfer so it's better for you to just play into one of your chips or even both of them during the group stage so they can get the maximum number of points you know during that period where goals are likely to be much all right so that's basically what this podcast is about i hope you've learned something that will make your season um in euro 2025 as it to be um outstanding and um i wish you good luck um there's actually a link for people who listen to team pod so i'm going to leave um the link code in the um podcast description so if you're interested in that please just uh just check out the um, episode description and it's going to be there thank you for listening to my podcast please like and subscribe so that i can make more podcasts like this one Thank you.